And welcome all to our weekly podcast, The Curran View, with the either Billsborough and Mr. Terry Curran. And if you're listening to the free first half on either Acast or Spotify, you can follow the links on our socials and access the full podcast via either Apple or become a Patreon on www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. Or follow the podcast on Twitter at Curran View or Facebook, The Curran View, or join the group of the same name, which is almost 3,000 strong to date. Thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. How are you, pal? You all right? Fine. Brilliant, yes. You're sounding distant, TC. Are you down the cellar? No, I'm in the kitchen. You're in the kitchen. Are you on loudspeaker or are you to your No, I'm not on loudspeaker. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm on to our speaker now. How's that? You're sounding a little bit better now, to be fair. You're sounding quite distant. What have you sourced What have you sourced for us this week, TC? Uh, as usual, there's some fantastic goals, but I'm, I'm going for the two goals for Arsenal uh, against Wolverhampton. Yep. Uh, a great ball into Pepe, controls it with his left foot, spins round and puts it in. Tremendous. And the, the intricate move for um, Lacazette's uh, second, for not his second goal, but the second goal, which puts Arsenal clinches as a winner. Yeah. Uh, but the movement and to get it in there, people may look at it as a, the goalkeeper may have saved it, but for me, the movement itself and the keepers not knowing where he's going to put it. And I, I thought that, that those were two great goals. I did like Joe Linton's header. Again, the movement there, Newcastle looking a lot better now, uh, looking a lot more uh, authority with the, with the football, but more confidence. So, uh, but Arsenal, for, for me, they might nick this fourth fourth spot. Yeah, I mean, it's still up for grabs. Manchester United are, um, are keepers at the moment. Wolverhampton Wanderers with the two bad results in London have fallen off the pace a little bit. Tottenham have got the games in hand, as have Arsenal. And really, when you look at all the teams and the form, your your money would be on Arsenal. And, and I just think it's been such a topsy-turvy season. It's almost been similar to when Leicester won the league, whereas none of the other teams had the best of seasons. And the two the two at the top, City and Liverpool, are streets ahead. Uh, then you've got Chelsea, that in fits and starts, are looking good. And then you look at Chelsea and you're thinking, nah, nah, nah. But Chelsea do look as though they're going to come third. And it really is that race to fourth. And it's almost as though no one really wants to grab it. Well, Man United are up now. They've got a bit of turmoil. Sack the manager. Uh, New manager comes in. He's not, you know, he's on an interim manager until the summer. Our players wanted to play for him. We're not sure because, you know, we we can't believe everything. What is written about Mm. anything... You know, especially at this moment in time, Arsenal. You know, they, they have a great run and then they have a little bit of a blip. Yeah. 
I don't think Chelsea, I've been, I've been meaning to write about this for a month, but we're flitting and everything else and yeah. decorating and, and what have you. I've not, I've not had a really much chance to sit yeah. down and, and really write about it. I don't think Chelsea wants to play with, uh, uh, the manager wants to play with Lukaku. Really 100% he doesn't. You know, yeah. uh, but it's 90 million quid. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I keep telling everybody in football, doesn't mean that you're a bad player if manager doesn't pick you because that manager may not fancy it. And, and at the end of the day, that a manager picks the team. Yep. And, and players have to be, you know, if they don't like managers, it'll only reflect more on the players than it does uh, the manager. Yeah. Because the manager has the upper hand in a sense uh, that he picks the team. I know the players have got upper hand in, in, in general, mm. but... It's down to you whether it's down to that manager whether you play. And I think the manager does not fancy Lukaku. I really don't. I really don't. The way how he wants to play football, balls played into Lukaku, and you might turn around and say, well, it looked as though he'd improved in Italy. But mm. in Italy, you know as well as I do, yeah. they stand off you a lot more, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they do. You know, in, in in the Premier League, it's hustle and bustle and get at them, and you know, I pressing, you know, with a just coming to the game, the eye pressing game and everything else, and you don't get time unless you're unless you've got good control. You, you know you're not going to you're not going to get that time uh, on the ball. And I think he's struggled. I mean, he's even turned around and saying that um, he'd take a pay cut to go back to uh, mm. Inter. And then you've got what's happening in Ukraine and and everything else with Abramovich, and there's a, there's a bit of turmoil at Chelsea at the moment in time. There is. I did see that. Um... You know that whether it's it was a me me I can't remember but there's so many things on Facebook that do make me laugh and it was um, Abramovich having all his assets frozen and taken away and, and said we well, can keep Lukaku if you like and, <laughs> and, and he, you know things like that they do tickle me I was listening to to Huddy's Huddy's uh, podcast I've not seen that one yeah. I've just seen it somewhere and just sprung to mind. And I was listening to Alan Hudson's uh, podcast with Tony Jimenez and Martin Knight. They were talking about the the the, uh, the late and great uh, Peter Osgood. And uh, Udi was just saying that, you know, he'd, he'd never really seen a player like ours. I was in training or in a game. It was different class. He always put it in. Um, he got such ability. He was a big lad. And, and, and you know, the ideal central striker who was always in a game. And, and he was... He was I mean, it wasn't comparing, but he was just saying that, you know, when when Osgood was missing from the Chelsea team, they really missed Oz. And and, and what he said to me on podcasts, you know, he was like, um, you know, like a, a, a dermatologist, you know, the, the best dermatologist in the world. He, he saved Chelsea's skin so many times. And, and, and he was saying, like, with Lukaku, he's watched Lukaku play for Chelsea and... What his opinion is, they're better off without him. They look a better team when Lukaku isn't in the team. Again, it goes back to the way that the manager wants to play, and he clearly doesn't fit into the way that Tuchel wants to play football. I think you're spot on. Two different types of players, Absolutely. two different types of way of playing. Mm. One's physically strong. Yeah. Osgood was physically strong. But what I mean by uh, Lukaku's strength is mm. like over-the-top and power of hustle and bustle, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Whereas yeah. Osgood, where mm. I, I understand Hudson, Mm-hmm. Where he's coming from, we yeah. Osgood. Ball played into him, it sticks. Mm-hmm. Timing of the ball uh, was phenomenal. 
like Jimmy Greaves, caress the ball into net, whereas Lukaku, especially if he's got time, you know, there's, there's more chance of him missing than, than scoring. And I don't mean that yeah. uh, in a nasty way. Yeah. You know, you can see how the confidence in, in those types of players, what caress the ball into the in, into the net than the ones what just blast it in. And timing, you know, uh, Osgood's timing was as good as anybody's uh, around in that era. So, you know, I, for me, Osgood is a league above Lukaku. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, what, what you get with what you get with Lukaku is if his if Chelsea, if he's not playing in Chelsea, not to winning or scoring goals, you know the pundits in England, you know, you haven't got a plan B. The bit mm. thing is a plan B. Yeah, improve and, plan A. Well, you do improve plan A, mm. but what plan B is is having strength in depth. Yeah. And when you fetch somebody off, you're fetching somebody on what may be better, yeah, but at least as good as the one you're bringing off. There's yeah. such thing as plan A, plan B. Yeah, absolutely too. So, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just that's just a medal word in England. Yeah, of course it is. And, and we, it's like oh, else, we all fall for that five card chicken. Oh, well, they haven't got a plan B. They haven't got this. No, we haven't got. Well, they haven't got his strength in depth. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still coming down from the Wolverhampton Wanderers night last night. There was uh, Jeff Palmer. Willie couldn't make it, so Jeff Palmer uh, was there. Kenny Hibbett, uh, Steve Kindon and uh, King John Richards. Fantastic. Steve Steve Daly is just the best host I've ever listened to. I'm still chuckling about him now. And when you were on about uh, the strength of Lukaku and his pace, he was talking about Steve Kindon when they signed him from Burnley Football Club. And I said, the sign of player who got the pace of a racehorse, the strength of a shy horse... And sadly, the brains of a fucking rocking horse. <laughs> well, it was, it was just Steve Daly is just different class. The say he's quite good at after dinner speaking. Oh, Kindo is one of the best dinner. as well. Yeah, both Kindo. Kindo's yeah. brilliant. But like I say, Kindo won it six or seven times the uh, the uh, fastest footballer. Oh, absolutely. But up to me, doing my uh, ligaments at Forest, mm-hmm. I'd put my name down for that. Yeah. And I could obviously get injured. Uh, I couldn't do it. And when it when it came back again, you know, uh, I think it had stopped then, or maybe a year year down the line it had stopped. Something mm. why I didn't put my name down, whatever. But I was good. I was putting my name. Well, I did put my name down for the one, but but I got injured. I was, I'd have been running against Steve Kinnan to find out how quick I was compared to him. And Super Mac as well. Super Mac had. Um... Oh, he killed Super Mac. Six, oh. he, beat six, he killed Super Mac about six lengths. Oh, did he? Really blimey, must have Yes. He, he, he also to... played. He was but, up... but Super Mac. Yeah. You know that 25 yard burst? Yeah, yeah. But, but the, the 100 yards, yeah. Kinden had gone just. It was like you saying, both. He play, he the he play, further he went, the further he went away from people. He played rugby's up there. He's a Wellington lad, isn't he? Because yeah. uh, John Richards was saying they're playing the same uh, rugby and football team when they were up there in uh, Warrington. Uh, a great lad was Kindo. And as you say, a great after-dinner speaker, as was Steve Daly. Two of the best. And you've got a bit of after-dinner speaking. I'm not sure whether you're having dinner, but you're definitely speaking with uh, with Big Z, aren't you, on Friday night? Yeah, so it's, a bit it's of a shout on out for Friday, that. and then I've got one on the 10th in uh, Redford. So, um, and I've, uh, I've had a couple of people uh, phone me up, so I may be doing one up in um, Whitby and uh, one in Workshop. So... It looks like they're starting to take off, unless unless there's a world war breaks out. We, we yeah. don't know, do we? So, so you'll be going over them North Yorkshire moors, then, if you're going to uh, Whitby, won't you? 
Yes, I will be travelling all that way up there. If I'm going Ter- up there. Terrifying them. I, over- I only went over them the once. I tell you what, I ain't going over them North Yorkshire moors again. I don't like well, heights. Well, go up in, if you go up in the daytime, it's okay. So I would be going up in the daytime and spending a couple hours up there before yeah. before night, uh, uh, before the evening do, like so. But I understand what you're saying. It's like we know, but top from Barnsley to Manchester, that used to be, when I was a kid, that used to be terrifying. Really? Yes, from Barnsley over, you know, over the top to, towards Manchester. But you've got, a lot of, yeah. you've got a lot of hills up there, up north, TC. We've got nothing Not like it in Birmingham. We're okay. It's quite flat. We've got the Lickies and we've got the Clent Hills, but I don't have to drive anywhere near them. I'm absolutely terrified of heights. And, and I was I was driving over and it was, it was three o'clock because Birmingham City were playing Coventry and my lad had, had phoned me to tell me that Birmingham had scored and my hands were just embedded on that steering wheel. I said to the missus, you better answer this phone. My call at the time was town called Malice by the jam. The phone's gone off. I said, Sam, you better answer that. I can't take my hands off the steering wheel. I was absolutely petrified driving over there. My magic moments, TC. Uh, Elise's assist for uh, Crystal Palace against Burnley. I I like that lad. I think he's uh, a tremendous football player. Uh, good with both feet and a tremendous assist there for uh, Crystal Palace the weekend. Harry, yeah, Kane, oh. Harry Kane's goal and, 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 and assist, that pass was, was phenomenal. Unbelievable. I mean, how many times has I he mean, done that? I mean, look at Tottenham. Good yeah. beat Man City. Shocking I know. Shocking against Burnley and then they were brilliant against Leeds. you got to love Conte because he just says it as he sees it. I mean, after mm. they got beat by Burnley, right, that's it, I'm off, I've had enough. And, and then, like, you know, they go win the next game and he's back, he's smart again. I mean, he's just typical Latin fiery temperament, but they must drive him bonkers because Tottenham have got some great players. And I think Kane and Son, two of the, 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 the best partnerships that, that probably we've seen in British football, they're almost yeah. telepathic, aren't they? I think Kane, uh, not Kane, uh, I think Son could yeah. play with anyone. Absolutely. Anyone, you know. Uh, I do like Harry Kane. Uh, I wrote about Harry Kane, mm. you know, when Tottenham beat Manchester City, when everybody yeah. saying, you know, about Harry Kane beat Tottenham. No, he didn't. It wasn't Harry Kane beat Tottenham. Uh, beat City, yeah. Beat City. Yeah. And what? So what it is, you know, what what it is, you know, it didn't one man makes a team. No. One man helps a team. Of course he does. But if the team, if that team's on, you know, you ask Goody when that Chelsea were a yeah. great team when when best were playing and yes, best. Best for him, absolutely genius of a player, but he couldn't win the World Cup for for, for, for Northern Ireland because the, the team weren't good enough. Absolutely. But he still played quite well, do you know what I mean? I yeah, absolutely. Well. He still played yeah. brilliant, you know. So I do like Ken and what I was trying to get at, you know, yeah. when Tottenham play well, they're a good team. They and are. To, and Kane looks even better. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it's not, Tottenham's all not down to one team and, and everything, you know, Liverpool's not down to one team. They're down to a quality managers, pair of them. Yeah. Liverpool and Manchester City. Absolutely. But what I mean, can but what put a team together, balance the team up, play with a, a, a tempo, yeah. and the players will have the confidence to believe in the manager and how the manager you know wants to play. 100% too soon. We did reference Malcolm McDonald earlier. And I want to give a shout out to the uh, uh, most recent issue of uh, Backpass magazine, issue number 78, which... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Come out the winter of 2022 this year on the back cover shot, Malcolm McDonald with, uh, with Terry Ibbett, uh, giving him a cuddle after Malcolm had scored one of his three goals on his debut, his Newcastle, his uh, St. James's Park debut, when they put Liverpool to the sword, 3-2, Supermax scoring three goals. Uh, and what a player, what a player uh, Terry Hibbert was, wasn't he, of course? Uh, both, both those, Terry and Kenny Hibbert were both great players yeah. in, in that era. Great, Absolutely. You know, they could have fitted in 20 team. That's but it's like, that oh, night. You know, you know, it's like Lassisse could fit in twenty team, but yeah. he, deci- he decided to stay at um, at uh, Southampton. Mm. But I was watching a podcast, All Gold, at uh, on YouTube, and uh, I watched the one with uh, Kenny a bit, and like he was saying, he, he nearly went twice. But he, I mean, he, he stayed there sixteen years, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, before he went. Great servant. Bristol City, Bristol Rovers, was it? Bristol Rovers, I think it was, wasn't it? He went down that way somewhere. He certainly went to Coventry because he was talking about that last yes. night. Yes. And uh, and then of course he went on and uh, managed at Warsaw. So I mean Kenny's always been a, a local lad since he travelled down as a fifteen year old from uh, Bradford because he, he was there at uh, Bradford Park Avenue. And it was yeah, Don Reaver. Yeah. yeah, it was Don Reaver that says to him, "Wolverhampton Wanderers have come in for you. They're a great club. You got to go, son." Because at yeah. the time uh, Terry was at Leeds United. Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said he couldn't settle. It took him a while to settle. Yeah. Well, the train, you know. the train stopped a couple of times, and Thanks, sad, yeah. yeah, sadly, his, his dad had Have you watched the podcast? Passed. I know. I've interviewed him. <laughs> I've, interviewed, <laughs> I've done a podcast with him. Yes, with, I know. Yes, Kenneth. I realise. I've yeah, done yeah. one about it with uh, with his Seattle sound as years. I've done a, yeah. a generic one with Kenny. Huddy and myself done a too good to be forgotten, talking about uh, Kenny's time there in uh, in Seattle, and I've done a game in my life when he scored that fantastic goal from the free kick that promoted you guys at Nottingham Forest so, to uh, uh, Bolton. Yeah, absolutely uh, iconic. Again, brilliant team. And Kenny and Steve were, were talking in, about that season as well. And Kenny scored eighteen goals from midfield. Steve Daly had scored 16 and Willie Carr had scored 10. I mean, it's like 30, it's amazing. 30 goals Wolves, yeah. Daly looked a good player at Wolves, didn't he? But he was a good player. But what happened when he no, moved I'm, to City? Do you know? I, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is, yeah. I'm not saying he weren't a good player. I said he looks a good player but Oh, God, Wolves. yeah. yeah, yeah he goes yeah. to Manchester City. Yeah. Look at Torres. He goes yeah, to yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. And you can't, you can't believe the cities he missed. Yeah. You know, if that system does not suit you, sometimes it can kill you. Absolutely. But when he, he signed, 
when he signed TC, he was te- well, he was he was telling me before because I had a, a bit of a bit of food with the boys, and uh, then when they were on the stage uh, doing the bit, he um he he said that to Malcolm Allison, you're signing me for one and a half million pounds. You haven't got to sell anybody to finance the deal, have you? And this is no, no, no. We got money in the bank. Everything's okay. And then shortly after, they sold Ace at Hartford, Gary Owen, Peter Barnes, and yeah. Mick Shannon. Four players. Yeah. And it was when... almost as though it was his fault. that, And the City fans turned against him. He had death threats. His kids had death threats. I mean, somebody said... If you... I mean, you're losing. You're losing the four major players in your team, aren't you? Absolutely. They were rebuilding, but fans don't look at it like that, do they? Yeah, but no, but what they will what they will look at is one thing and one thing only. Absolutely, yeah. They've sold those players to buy him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they will realise it weren't because they turned on Malcolm Allison at death. Yeah, of course they did, yeah. They and and, and Big Mal Big Mal got the sack, but I mean he had death threats. You know, you're twenty six, if you don't get out of Manchester you won't see your twenty seventh birthday. He's told hmm. me he'd be going out with the missus and the kids people would throw pennies at him and say that's all you're fucking worth. Yeah. You know, and his head was shot. Terrible, yeah. awful the way he was treated. Yeah, but but you know that's football. If you don't, if you do, if it, yeah. if that doesn't work for you, and you mm-hmm. go for a lot of money, I mean, it doesn't happen as much now. I think they're a bit more protected nowadays. But again, but it ain't the players' fault, is it? That no, they're going no, for no, the no, money? no, no. I'm not. I, mm. What I'm trying to say I know. is, that's a, yeah, I know. That's what happens. Yeah, you know, if you do something wrong in football, yeah, I mean, Cantona was protected by Ferguson. If that. Like was the Canio yeah. Sheffield Wednesday absolutely crucified. Spot him. on, yeah. I mean, he only touched the bloody referee. He fell over as though been shot by a sniper. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you when you went to Sheffield United, you're a bloody Wednesday night and that. And and then yeah. when you were in the club, I got and they worse were, than that. Well, yeah, I, got I know. Worse than that. Don't but, worry about that. But when I they mean, were, I, that club, I, I, you got five hundred quid I did, on him. Yeah, I, I, I tapped it, Tony Ken with your face, and then I slapped his ankle a little bit. You know, the fans were absolutely. They all wanted to shoot me and kill me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely, but again, the fans. Fa- I always say that football brings out the best and worst in people. Oh, it does. It you does. get great fans, and it's fantastic when the fans are great. But but sadly, Listen, there's so many nutcases that follow the beautiful. I've had also I've had I've had inspectors, yeah. uh, bank managers, all mm-hmm. friends of mine when you football. And don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and when you see them in the ground, you think you expect it from. People in cop and that yeah, type of, of thing, or behind the goals. Yeah. But you know, you've been stands and you see, and I think to myself, I can't believe how they are. Absolutely brilliant. They want to fight everybody. They want to. They want to cause a riot themselves. I'm yeah. thinking, you know, you're you're an inspector, you're a sergeant, you're a bank manager, yeah, yeah. you're a doctor, and yeah. you think they're worse than some other. You know what we call the cloth kappa uh, yeah. fans. Not I mean the cloth yeah, kappa yeah. one now, but mm. you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah, My yeah. day. It's incredible how football dictates, takes over the life. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it really is incredible, as you say. You know, some of these people, you'd be going in for a loan on Monday or they're performing an operation. You're thinking, how the bloody hell do you perform like that in a game of football? Uh, by the way, if, you, if you're not strong enough, it yeah. can break you. It oh, can absolutely. break you. And what he, I mean, yeah. what he finished up doing, he went he went to America. Yeah, he went to But there's no way he should have gone at that age, yeah. did he? To be fair, he just wanted to get out. Uh, Yeah, he did. Yeah, but but he was saying he was he was voted the worst, um, the biggest waste of money in British transfer history, Uh, and then twenty five years after he got voted 
for the second time, the biggest waste of money in football history. <laughs> <laughs> and he says they're doing one in, in uh, 2034, and if he wins it again, he can keep the fucking prize. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the fellow but is absolutely that, brilliant. That's brilliant because it's great when you can take Mickey out yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, I mean, Steve Kindon's brilliant at like, taking Mickey out with himself. I mean, he has a bit of a lift when he does that. I mean, Slim's held somewhat rotten. Brilliant, absolutely. But, but they tell me he's a good after-dinner speaker. Uh, it, I always look at, whether it be a football or whether it be whatever. It, yeah, but, yeah. Every, everything's entertainment, isn't it? I watched him last night and I'm still chuckling over him today. Some of if, the stories, If yeah. Steve Daly was on tonight, I'd be out going and watching him again watching tonight. Him, yeah. Is that good? And it's the same with football. When you watch a footballer perform and you think, I you want to watch him again. again. When there's something, a film, a good film, you want to watch the next part of the series, don't you? Yeah. And that's why football annoys me so much when there's so much negative football. And I look at it and think, do you know what? Half time, I want to turn off because I ain't watching this anymore. Did you watch yeah, the, Albion, by the way, last night? Your favourite team? Listen, I've always had a soft spot for Albion. I always you have. play football. I know. I t- but, you know, under under Pulis, uh, this manager here, yeah. oh, not this Bruce, but the other manager, but Bruce, yeah. you know, mm. I mean, Bruce has done okay in football. I won't say he's done brilliant in management, mm. but he's done okay. He's had some form of success. But for some unknown reason, why, with all that money he's got, why put himself in a Don't position where in his today. family are going to get mm. uh, a lot of abuse. Yeah. Right? It baffles me. I know. It's incredible, isn't it? Book Corner TC in association with myfootballbooks.com. Uh, the first book that I've dug out this week is uh, a podcast that I've done with the great Paul Trevelyan, the beaver. Unbe- an unbelievable character. We started off when he told me that he shares the same birthday with uh, Donald Duck. I thought this is going to be a great podcast, <laughs> and, and, and 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 the drawings that he that he's done, the book that's out now, it's uh, a story of sock t- sock tags and self belief. And he was talking about in the podcast, he was talking about the semi final when they played Birmingham City. Well, Revy had called him up. On the uh, um, well, he called him up beginning of the week and says, I want to get you up here to Leeds, I want to chat with you because we didn't have mobile phones and stuff like that in them days, of course. So he yeah. said, Look, the earliest I can get up there is a Thursday. So when he got there, there was him and Jack, and they they wanted him to do a piece on the uh, for the Sunday people about how to stop Leeds United, and it was pretty much the piece was stop Giles, stop Leeds, and Revy. And Jack Charlton told him everything that he got to write in this Sunday People piece. He said, "There's going to be you're going to have one reader, and that's going to be Freddie Goodwin." He said, "Get hold of phone up that scholar now, um, Jimmy Schooler, who's the manager of Cardiff, and get some quotes off Schooler saying the only way to stop us because Schooler had said to Don Revy, if we'd have gone to a replay, you know, we could have beat you because Jimmy." Johnny Giles scored the two goals. He said, we stopped Giles, we stopped Leeds United. And Revy was laughing about this. So they'd done it on the premise of what Jimmy Schooler had said to Don. They'd done a piece in the uh, in the Sunday People. Freddie Goodwin clearly had read it because Don Revy said, they ain't going to drop Latchford. Latchford scoring goals. They ain't going to drop Trevor Francis. Francis is scoring a lot of goals. The player I'd love him to drop 
Is Gordon Taylor on the wing the supplier at the crosses? And lo and behold, what Birmingham City did was oh, drop God. Gordon Taylor. And on the day when Reeve seen the team sheet, he said, Beaver, because that's what we called it, Beaver. Well, 1-0 up. They've dropped Taylor. The plan has come to fruition. And that's the crappy old bastards. But that's what happened in football. And people... But in those days, it's always the winger what seems to get dropped. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Again, with Ramsey dropping yeah. the wingers. They were talking, the boys, uh, last night about uh, Waggy and how great a winger Wagstaff was. But because England at those days were playing without wingers, the likes of uh, Waggy and, and, and other players of that ilk, um, Peter Thompson was another one. Or he always said to me, "66 Peter Thompson should have played in that game." But yeah, but yeah. they didn't like the wingers. But what a, yeah, but yeah. Again, I mean, Ramsey, Ramsey played without them. Didn't yeah, they? absolutely. Yeah, and and but, you, I mean, at the end of the day, won a World Cup, and we've not won one since. So no, and as as Oddie always reminds me, Paul, I've gotta I've gotta pull you up about this. It's not the fact that we haven't won a World Cup since. We haven't got to a final of the World Cup since. since. And I say, you're absolutely yeah. right, Uddy. Of course, you're always right. But um, and he is. Well, when, and he... You, when, when you look, the last time we played anybody yeah. what could pull the game by the scruff of the neck, we yeah. got to a semi-final. And all that, Paul Gascoigne. Yeah. They wouldn't play an Uddy. They no. wouldn't play Charlie George. No. They wouldn't play a... a, a, um, a Stan Bowles. Yeah. They won't play a Tony Curry. They, you know, when they play them, half-heartedly play them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when they come to they come alive. Those players when when they're playing against the elite because they want to show they want to show the opposition. I'll show you who's the best player. Absolutely. So you see, we I've, I've always maintained this and always will do. We had the best group of football players playing in the seventies. Sadly, the managers didn't pick them. Charlie, they played Charlie on the wing. John Richards had one call-up against Northern Ireland, played him on the right wing. <laughs> Why would you play a centre-forward like Charlie George or John Richards and put him on the wing? It's just absolutely ridiculous, but that's what they did. And if you don't play there, people said that you cause trouble. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy at times. It uh, is. You just... You, it just beggars belief how these managers do get the jobs and what they do when they've got the job. But a fantastic read, a great little podcast that I've done with Paul the Beaver Trevilian. He also done a podcast with the great Steve Perryman as well. And I listened to Steve. And I was so pleased that Steve couldn't get a word in edgeways as well. It took me 37 minutes to get my first word in with a podcast with Paul Trevelyan. The bloke is an absolute legend and a genius as well. Uh, second book, <laughs> The Neely Men, uh, The Eternal Allure of the Greatest Teams That Failed to Win the World Cup by Aidan Williams. That looks a fantastic book. And, of course, it's going to be talking about the great Hungarians in 54 and the Dutch in 74 and in 78, amongst others. Great players, great teams. Oh, the TC. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Hungarians, they're just a bit before. I mean, Odi will remember them. You know what I mean? But, you know, obviously the Dutch. Yeah. yeah 69, well... I can remember FA Cups and that, but I can remember the 70 World Cups, 66 World Cups. Uh, from then onwards, you know, uh, the Dutch, the Dutch are the greatest team ever to win a World Cup for me. Yeah, absolutely. Audio, thank you, you know, by the way, for that, because he was only two when England, England got beat by Hungary at Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, well, when you're talking about Hungary, uh, 
Hungarians and nobody talking about the Hungarians. I said, well, he, he may know. To listen to the rest of this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media or just follow the links in the description. Thank you.